Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are going to be discussing the special Euphoria episode part two, Jules episode. And also just a high level how we're feeling about search parties so far because we can't help ourselves. Even though the new series is still coming out week by week we just need to discuss them now and discuss it as it's done later yeah it's kind of like this is our like water cooler talk exactly and since we're working from (laughs) it's literally this is our literal water cooler yeah (laughs) Yeah, like now that we're working from home we don't get to talk about these things at work so we're going to make you all listen to us talk about it on a podcast it's perfect. It's like a very fly on the wall moment. <laughs> Lucky to all of you. <laughs> this peek into our brains, which I guess is like the whole definition of a podcast. So yeah, that's exactly what's happening. So for TV news, there's not that much this week, but there's some exciting things. Jordan, what's something that you have to d- bring to the table? Well... Um, one thing is that zero people are surprised, but Bridgerton has been renewed for a second season. And what I found the most interesting is that their, the Netflix, like, official announcement was, like, a cutesy letter from Lady Whistledown. And, um, in it, they say, they say directly that, um, Anthony Bridgerton is going to quote dominate the social season so like he'll it'll focus on his love story next which is like I think what a lot of people were guessing who know each of the kind of the books Mm -hmm. because I guess each book focuses on one Bridgerton which totally makes sense and so that'll focus on Anthony for the next season and I feel like the way that it ended kind of focused on kind of changed focus onto Anthony as well so not surprised and makes sense Yes. But I still hope we get to see our other friends and characters and how they're doing as well. The new, the newlyweds. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the Duke was my favorite guy the whole show. Mm-hmm. And to lose him, Anthony was one of my least fa- I mean, I thought Anthony was very hot, but I thought his character was very annoying. Yeah. Personality zero looks 10. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, but maybe, um, him as like the protagonist will like seeing more of his actual thoughts and stuff he'll be fun and likable we'll see I mean I'm definitely gonna watch season two no question one of the things I wanted to talk about well just not talk there's nothing really to talk about this is just a fact but um (laughs) why Real Housewives of Salt Lake is getting a second season oh that's right how many more episodes are left in the season? I have no idea. I actually um, have fallen extremely behind, so I need to catch up. Yeah, I've only I've only watched the first episode. I keep I'm gonna go back and watch it though because I people are saying it's really yeah. good. Even like Housewives fans, I yeah. think of other all the other seasons are liking mm-hmm. it. And so everything I've heard sounds very entertaining. But yeah, I couldn't be I'm. I win in the behind of it, the who's the most behind contest. (laughs) Everything is a competition in this podcast. (laughs) 
one of the things I have is that um, they announced another Game of Thrones prequel. <laughs> and the only thing... And, and, like, it is... Like, I am... It's confirmed it's different than the other one that's planned. And this the one other one that called, was canceled. Yeah, it's so confusing. But it does seem that, like, right now there are two prequels confirmed. One is the House of the Dragon. That's the one that Olivia Cook was cast in. And now the one that's new and is announced is called The Tales of Dunk and Egg. <laughs> which is <laughs> really funny. It really never <laughs> fails to make me laugh. It's so, it's like every single time I have seen a tweet about it or something, it's just like instant eyebrow raise. I never heard those words before and ever except in, and like in, uh, also in related to Game of Thrones, but it's yet another prequel. It's involving some kind of Targaryen. Um, the, even the articles I need. This is, like, one of the only reasons I want to stop working from home is so that people at work can explain, like, these intricacies of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. To me, point. because there, yeah, there, there are people there. I'll show up, and they can explain Dunkin' Egg to me, <laughs> and then I'll go back home. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very confusing. Even the articles are kind of confusing me, but the most important thing is that it's called The Tales of Dunk and Egg. Dunkin' Egg. Can't wait. Actually, I probably can wait, but I'm very intrigued. <laughs> I mean, it won't come out for a very long time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So we'll have time to build up excitement for that. Yeah. Um, the, other, the only other thing that I have is that apparently there's a Harry Potter live action TV series that is in early development at HBO Max, which is a little bit interesting with... Um, how things currently are with the creator of Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's all I that's all I really know, and that's all I can really contribute to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly what I thought too um, when I was seeing some things, and it's also like it seems extremely early. Like I, it, yeah, a lot of questions. My main thoughts, as I, I'm like, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and I'm one of those Harry Potter fans that feels very conflicted about all the J.K. Rowling stuff. It's very sad for those of us who love Harry Potter, mm -hmm. I feel like, you know? Um, but I've always thought that Harry Potter shouldn't be movies, it should be TV show, because there's just, like, so much to each book that had to be cut out for the movies. Interesting, okay. Um... But now I'm kind of like, A, do we really need that? Like, look how much time has been devoted from, like, the fans and the movie makers for the movie series. Like, that was so long and whatever, and I don't really like them that much. I mean, this, most of us have a bad taste in our mouths with about J.K. Rowling, and so it's very torn emotions because I think, like, a Harry Potter long-form TV series... And that's also considering that it's, like, the books. I don't really care about any other Harry Potter new stories. And I don't even know if... I don't even know if we know that this is going to be, like, the OG books or, like, a magical creatures situation, you know? Mm hmm So, I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Mostly, I'm kind of just like, why? 
even though like i was saying a harry porter uh, <laughs> harry porter harry porter a harry potter <laughs> long form tv series is kind of like a like a wish list dream tv show but now with all this other context it's like kind of like i don't really want it anymore so yeah it's just i have a lot of i guess i have a lot of conflicting feelings i need to work through about this makes sense We'll give you t- your space and time. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I think you have a lot of time because it is very early on. Yes. I think you are right. Yeah. I think that's all the TV news I have. Me too. For our top three this week, um, we realized we haven't done our top three shows that we're looking forward to in this new year. So um, let's discuss. Jordan, what are what is one of the movies that one of the TV shows that you're looking forward to in 2021? For my number three, and it's I know this show has already started. I haven't started it, but I and I still have a lot of questions about it. Um, is WandaVision on Disney Plus? Um, I'm definitely going to start it. I I I'm not really that intrigued by most of the Marvel shows. This has always been the most intriguing one to me. Um. But it, from what I've seen people saying about it, like there's still there's still a lot of mystery even as you're watching like week to week. And so I'm counting it as a show I'm still excited about because I haven't started it and it seems like there's still a lot of um, stuff to unpack about it. But I totally. think it looks super intriguing. I saw a behind the scenes video interviewing Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and they both said that it was like really wild and fun to film and like the directors kept telling them to like go more like be more crazy and intense and they were like wow okay and they just seemed like they loved it and so I was like okay I'm sold I'm totally gonna watch this show yeah I feel like I am very disinterested in Marvel but I have been intrigued to watch this show so I'll probably watch it too and we'll probably talk about it here (laughs) cannot wait (laughs) (laughs) okay my number three show is Euphoria which feels like I'm like just saying that because we're talking about euphoria, but it's real. (laughs) Like since watching these part one and part two extra episodes of euphoria, it's just reminded me how much I love that show and how excited I am for more. Agree. Big time. Agree. Do we know when exactly we're getting those? Like, I can't remember. No, I feel like I don't even know. They were going back into filming, and then I don't know if they ended up doing it or what yeah. went on there. So I don't really know. From what I remember, it's like they were literally just about to start filming the new season in the in COVID hit, or was it like they were almost done with the new season in COVID hit? I don't even remember. I don't really remember either. But yeah. So maybe it's not even 2021, but it better be. I hope it is. That would just. I mean, we need we still need stuff to look forward to. Yeah, we do. My second one, and it's funny because I'm pretty sure this was on my last year's shows I'm excited about, and it is American mm-hmm. Crime Story about Bill Clinton's impeachment because... Oh my gosh, I forgot about that already. I know. Yeah. I, I saw it on a list of things they're excited about, and I was like, I am still excited about that. Um... <laughs> But I honestly haven't heard if this is the year that we're getting it. It's It was supposed to run in September 2020. This Vulture article is saying 
Um, they don't have a date when it's actually launching, but I'm just, I'm still excited about it and I really want to watch it. Wow. Same. I feel like I was looking up someone on IMDb this last week and I saw that that was in there like upcoming and I was like, oh yeah, what happened with that? So hopefully we see it because I also want to see that. Mm -hmm. Okay. My number two show is Girls 5 Eva. I just feel excited to see the characters and all the girl power in this show and I hope it's good. It could be not good, but I hope it's good. I know. I really hope it's good. Seeing um, Busy Phillips' posts about behind the scenes, like even just like her looks. Yeah, like her show. makeup and her outfits. Yes. It's very good. That we've seen so far are great. And they're like recording real songs for it. And I'm in- I'm intrigued. Same. That's a really good answer. And I'm offended that that actually was not on this vulture list, and I find that rude. Oh, that is rude. They had like 10 of the new Marvel shows, and not that one. We get it. My number one that I'm most excited about is the season two of Tuca and Birdie, which was the animated series starring Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong and Steven Yeung on Netflix that they canceled. And it was really, really, really good. And so I'm really excited. Adult Swim picked it up for a second season. And um, I don't know exactly when it's coming out this year, but it is supposed to come out this year. And I'm really excited. It was like, it's from the same creator of BoJack Horseman, which I really, really liked. But this one was much more relatable as just kind of like average 20 to 30 something women. And it was just, like, very fun and very good and weird. And I loved it. So I'm very excited for season two. I always love that kind of um, storyline. So relatable. Yes. It's very great. So highly recommend watching the first season on Netflix, too, because I'm pretty sure that is still there. Yeah, I need to. Great answer that I was not expecting. So loved it. My number one is succession season three Mm. (laughs) i know they're filming right now and i just i can't wait we need it i mean there's only so many times we can watch (laughs) one in seasons (laughs) one and two (laughs) but is there i don't know the limit does not exist yeah just an infinity i have been feeling like it i'm ready to rewatch it again i know i really need to i mean i have well, I mean, you know, I'm a rewatcher, but I have like a certain amount of shows that like are my main rewatchable shows. Like that's one of them. Search Party was always one of them when we were waiting for season three to come out. Um, I'm rewatching Veep again right now. It's just like certain shows that just feel like even if maybe the plot lines are not comforting, the show is so comforting to rewatch for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Ugh. Wow. I'm so happy that they're filming right now. Me too. It makes me very happy. Um, I did have a bonus one that I just, it's Atlanta, and I just was hesitant to get excited thinking that we're getting it in 2021 because it's not really been confirmed. Mm-hmm. But I'm really hopeful, and we'll see there. I know. We've been burned before, but we're we can hope. We can be happy and optimistic about that. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. 
I'm has I just don't <laughs> want to get my hopes up. But Donald Glover did say it was going to be good, so Ugh. He's such a freaking tease. I know. Okay. Wow. Jordan and I have not discussed this yet, but I've been very anxious because the minute the Jules special episode of Euphoria started, I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I cannot wait to discuss this with Jordan because the minute it starts, it starts out with Lord's liability. Yep. And I can only imagine that it hit you the same way it hit me. Yeah, you would be right. And I'm glad that you didn't like spoil that at all for me. It was just a totally pure surprise. Um, I wanted to text you so bad, but I didn't. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And um, yeah, it was very, very special. I was actually worried because I saw that Lord was trending on Twitter that night. And I was like, oh, I hope that Jordan doesn't see uh, see why Lord is trending on Twitter before she watches it. I didn't. And I, is, I must not have really been on Twitter that night because I for sure would have clicked on Lord trending because I would have been like, oh my gosh, like yeah, a single. thinking it was album yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> but no, of course not. But this was still, if it can't be album three, this was very, very good. This was a little present. Yeah, it was a perfect way to open up the episode. And it was just like so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that song just hurts so good. I know. I was like, honestly... It really, I mean, like, that's the kind of song that anyone can hear it and feel like it's written for them, but it really felt like it was written for this show and, like, for yeah. Jules. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It was, honestly, if that had been the whole thing, I would have been, like, A+, plus, <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> I agree. It was amazing. I could have watched that for 45 minutes on loop. I really, I was getting hopeful that that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> But it was still amazing, even if it wasn't only liability. Yeah. I loved it. And I loved that. Um, I mean, I guess I should kind of sum up a little bit. Similarly to the Rue episode that was called part one, this was part two, focusing only on Jules. And like the Rue episode, it's just her talking to one other person. And in this case, it's... um her new therapist. And it feels like there were a lot more flashbacks in her episode than there were in Rue's. Yes. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. That And it's interesting because Rue's, part of what was so good about it was it was just like a long, continuous conversation with no breaks. And I feel like, I feel like flashbacks would have taken me out of that a little bit. But in Jules's, I felt like the flashbacks were really great and cool it's almost like the character it it kind of explains the characters really well because like ruse was very like kind of raw and grounded and jules was Mm -hmm. like very surreal yes yeah i loved it and i loved that uh hunter schaefer was also a writer on it yes so i i was really excited that she got to lead the story where she thinks her character's story would go totally and well, in something that it's like, I'm so glad that going in, I knew that she had contributed to it because then it's like, it really felt like an authentic depiction of like a trans experience rather than someone mm-hmm. trying to put their themselves in someone who's transgender's shoes, you know? Totally. 
Yeah, I completely agree with that. I don't have that much to say about it other than I just like really, really loved it and just like tried to soak it all up and enjoy it during the whole 46 minutes that we had with it. But mm-hmm. um, I really, really, really liked the conversation. I think it's towards the very beginning where um, she says, <laughs> I wrote this quote down because I was like, wow, yes. She says, philosophically, I'm not interested in what men want. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Wow. I just like loved that part of the conversation. I loved everything, but that whole conversation at the beginning was just like a thousand times. Yes, mm-hmm. I got it. And I thought it was done just so beautifully. Well, one thing that I did like in this one, and I, I feel like both both part one and two showed these kinds of things for sure. Especially because like Rue was talking about Jules and Jules is talking about Rue. But then like with some of those flashbacks of things that happened during season one that we didn't actually see in season one. Mm-hmm. I just love anything that shows like even when you really know someone and love someone, there's still like uh, like reasons for their behavior that you don't know, you know? Yep. And I just thought them depicting this like completely two sides to every situation or more than two sides. Um so I just I just think that's a really powerful thought. Yeah, I think so too. Those kinds of actions that Rue or Jules like would take personally as like a something direct that was like because of them was actually not because of them at all and had nothing to do with them. And I mean, they're just high schoolers. So it's like, but like, even as adults, I think people do that. So I just thought that Mm -hmm. was really great. They showed it really well that like people's actions aren't necessarily directly um, because of you, even though our minds try to convince ourselves that they, it is because of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I just really loved it. And I'm really happy because I just noticed that, um, both of the special episodes have the same amount of stars on IMDb. Hey, that's good. Well, cause that's, I couldn't possibly choose which one I preferred, you know, they no. were just different yeah. enough. And, um, I really think I liked them equally. Okay. Uh, search party season four. So they are releasing the new episodes in like groups of three. Well, that's what they've done for the past, what, two weeks now? Three weeks? Mm-hmm. How many do we have? I, we have six. So they just dropped the okay. first three. Um, the sec- It was like two Thursdays ago. <laughs> yeah, we just got the second round of three a few days ago. So we're like halfway, a little more than halfway. It's very confusing. But I think that the way that they're doing it is helping me enjoy it more than I did season three. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's almost hard to know if it's like a lot better than season three or if it is the format is making me like it more. But I'm like fully invested. I I think I, I also think that there's something I think the show is at its best when it combines high suspense with comedy. And I don't really know if I felt very I didn't it didn't feel very suspenseful in season three. It felt like more just broadly comedy at a lot of parts Mm -hmm. um not not through the whole thing there were still some kind of moments of suspense um but I feel like this one has 
definitely more like there it's very stressful this is a very stressful season but in a really really good way but I'm also like laughing out loud more than I did during season three yeah agree I was hesitant about the way season three ended but I am into the way it is going and I just like am really happy because I was really worried Mm -hmm. yeah this show it's just like we love it so much that it is kind of nerve-wracking when a new season drops. <laughs> like we're it's like so our baby happy. became an adult and like <laughs> now we're watching them make their own decisions and go off into the world and you just want them to be like a responsible, kind, funny human being, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm proud of our baby. <laughs> Me too. I know because I don't want to give anything away, especially because I feel like I still feel like there's a lot of people that still need to even start the show. So it's like, I definitely don't want to spoil anything at all. The only commentary I just feel I have to add is how good at acting Cola Scola is. Amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah. It's been very, very fun. Yeah. So we'll see how and when it ends. We honestly have no idea. So we could be talking about it next week or we could be talking about it in two weeks. (laughs) Who, Who really knows? It's a mystery, but we just wanted to give everyone the heads up that we're into it we're loving it so you should get on board and watch them week by week in the chunks they're being delivered to us all <laughs> and mm-hmm. um so that you're ready to talk about it with us when whenever that may be exactly and i do really like the three episode drop format because it's like it's only a half hour show so it's really nice to get an hour and a half per week and I wonder if they filmed if they filmed them knowing they would be doing it this way because they always end on such a cliffhanger that makes you want more yes exactly they have me wrapped around their little fingers truly (laughs) their little sticky fingers (laughs) (laughs) and like I mean this show's cameos are so good but I feel like they're using their cameos amazingly this season can't wait to discuss that further once the season's over but it is it's just been just a true joy it really has and I think it's been fun yeah and I it's just so I it's like every season is very different from the previous season this one is like so different while still feeling like the same show and I just am really happy just really happy Thank you, HBO Max and all the creators of Search Party. Thank you. We love you. (laughs) But yeah, we cannot wait to discuss the full season, whenever that may be. Yeah, the whole thing's a mystery. How the season, how the plot will end is a mystery, and when the actual show will end is also a mystery. (laughs) So, (laughs) Which is fine. We'll be patient. Yeah but not patient enough to not talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I feel like after how we felt about season three, it's like we just wanted to check in with everyone, let you know that season four is very good. <laughs> yes. And we're sorry that if we let you think otherwise, yes. I left you thinking that we were giving up on our baby. Exactly. We would never give up on our baby. Never. Okay. Crush of the week. I feel like I have. Oh, actually. I'm changing. Okay. Sorry. I'm clearly processing my thoughts out loud. Love to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Crush of the week this week. 
I watched Sound of Metal on Amazon Prime. I loved it. Highly recommend if you're wanting to watch a great movie. I know we've been really in the in a drought when it comes to great movies this last year. And Riz Ahmed. I mean, I've always loved Riz, but I'm I told Jordan earlier today actually that I've always been on the Riz Ahmed train, but I think I slowly started sitting in the back and now I'm <laughs> back at the front. <laughs> Driving the, you're the train conductor. <laughs> I'm driving the train. <laughs> well, doesn't he have bleached hair in that too? Yes, he does, and uh, it's hot. really hot. Yeah, who knew that? That's and his our girl look. Olivia Cook is in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's not majorly on my to do list, to watch list. Yeah, I loved it. So I'm glad to hear that it gets a great review. Yeah, who's yours? Well, I have a sneaking suspicion this is maybe who your first draft of your crush was John P. Reynolds. I mean, (laughs) he is just like, he is so funny. And it's actually very sad because I feel like last year might've been his year that he kind of blew up. There was supposed to be because he was in save, save yourselves at Sundance, you know, and like people were kind of figuring out who even is this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but he just deserves a lot of credit for how he's very cute but he's also just so weird and still has the style that we want all of our boyfriends to dress like our imaginary mm-hmm. boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> all of our boyfriends are so many many boyfriends <laughs> I actually have several imaginary boyfriends um <laughs> But, um, and the stuff that he's been doing in these episodes is his plot line is, I still have a lot of questions, but it's very funny. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they, I feel like in the last season, they kind of did him a little bit of a disservice, but they're making up for it in this season. Yes. I the totally story agree. lines are great. I kind of almost erased that out of my head that his was kind of a letdown last season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has been very funny. Classic Drew weirdness. Um, love, just love him. Just one of the many reasons and people um, to love on this show. He's he's a wonderful human. Okay, well, uh, catch us next week. We may be talking search party. We may not. <laughs> we will find out. And But we will be here. Thank you for listening and bye. Bye.